Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With the big, bold flavour of HP sauce, making breakfast legendary. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran on this occasion. <laughs> uh, text the show on 81215. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Um, on this occasion. Did that sound too like I've been given my marching orders? Uh, and that why you make your staff feel good? <laughs> Have you been given your marching powder? <laughs> um, no, I just, who knows? You know, it's okay. just like saying if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise. Oh, Have yeah. you uh, sorted everything out with the producer? <laughs> yes. We're getting on fine now. Okay. You're a bit <laughs> short with her. Well, I'm a bit of a git. <laughs> Did you forget? Yeah. Um, you also way, always acknowledge your mistakes, and that's why we love you. That was my mistake. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> telling each other they love each other on today's show. What's that about what's what's up? It's No, it's yeah, fine, big brother. Him. It's fine. I love you, Frank. Mm. I love you too. <laughs> I, I love him more. That, that one I didn't enjoy so much. <laughs> I'm sure it's great radio, but hey, let's crack on. Oh, I don't know. I think people like it. <laughs> well, you're only here on this occasion, so exactly. we'll be the judge of that. I yeah. heard some Radio Two this morning. I haven't heard Radio Two for years. Oh, who's on <laughs> that then these days? Oh, I didn't know who it was, but oh. it's like it's like sort of magic, you know, magic FM. It was like that for like people who tried at school, <laughs> and you know they have a phone in, they have a phone in, and the phone in was um, a um, a weevil eats its way through the Encyclo Britannica until it gets to its own entry at W. And then it says there's so many volumes, and this is the thickness <laughs> of the paper, and it, and it eats at this rate. How long will it? T- I thought this is like it's O level maths question. Is that the like phoning? QI. The fa- <laughs> ours was what's the what's the best thing you've ever seen on a luggage carousel last week? That's true. Theirs yeah. was proper mental arithmetic. Do you know what? I I just say keep it light, loves. Yeah. Come on. But I bet they love that the old twoies. <laughs> Yeah, who'd have thought that, though? And I'll tell you what the driver said to me this morning. I was driven in by, I, I don't know exactly where he's from, but like Eastern Europe, and he said to me... Um, oh, it's OK to do the accent, then. Mm-hmm. I d- I'm not going to do the accent. OK. He what? said, um, I'll do it if you like. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, what I was listening to... He said, I lis- he said, what I like is I listen through the night, and the trouble is with magic is that you get the same songs over and over. And I thought... I've been absolute for six years, and I've always thought that the whole no-repeat guarantee was a lot of baloney that no-one cared about. Mm. I've actually found the bloke who actually (laughs) doesn't want to hear the same song twice during the night. Although I'm not sure it covers the night time, the no-repeat guarantee. Does it cover the night time? I don't think so. Oh, doesn't it? No. I was just giving a big big op, a big (laughs) shout-out. So they no repeat guarantee. I didn't mean to trample on it. By the way, we're now um, available on FM in the West Midlands. Did you know that? I know. For, as from I was last very week. Excited. Yeah, you don't have to get your laptop. There's only four in the West Midlands, <laughs> so that's good. And they've um, got the internet cafes. <laughs> If there's anyone listening from the West Midlands, yeah, you're good, you're all right, are you? And I will say to you, how been ya? Exactly. How been ya? Ya. Excellent work. <laughs> oh man, I had the strangest thing happen to me this week. I um, I was checking into a hotel with a um, oh, with a not, not remotely sleazy. I was checking into a hotel with a makeup artist, in fact. Oh, um, Frank. But That's it, a bit it was rude, a prof- Ron, isn't it? It was a Going professional. Mrs. Smith. It's a professional <laughs> engagement. Yeah. 
And uh, so I went up to the counter and he said, Name, please. And I said, um, It's Fran. And she said, Can I have a word with you? And I said, um, Yes. Yeah. I said, Just a minute. I said, He said, they, he said She said, um, it's, You checked in under another name. I said, Am I? She said, Yeah, because they were worried that people might phone, you know, see you at the hotel and phone your room and stuff. Oh. I said, Oh, okay. Um, they're nice to meet someone who thinks I'm still that famous, I thought. <laughs> And uh, I said, so what's my name? She said, <laughs> Frank Liberty. <laughs> I said, what? Why have they chosen that? <laughs> so he said, um, yes, name, please. And I said, um, Frank Liberty. <laughs> and he said, OK. And I said, whoa, I can't believe I'm saying this. And, uh... Yeah, you know, you know, you know, you must have seen my statue. <laughs> <laughs> so he come and he filled all the thing, and I had to sign Frank Liberty, which is I'd never signed. Was, I couldn't write Liberty; I'm just not used to it. And then when I left, worst of all, as I, because I started to get the giggles, which was yeah. terrible. And he said to me anyway, uh, he said, uh, "Thank you, Mr. Liberty." <laughs> <laughs> like a superhero. Thank you, Mr. Liberty. Thank you, citizen. And if ever evildoers trouble you again, remember to call for Mr... L and I had to go through the whole thing. At breakfast, I was called Mr... Oh, Mr Liberty, how are you this... I mean, through no fault of my own. Oh, my. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. To the Frank Liberty show. Yes. On Absolute Radio. Frank Liberty. Diabolical Liberty, that would be one of the reviews. <laughs> Headline of a very one of your children, review. Diabolical Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, and, and then I was, um, I was out in, um, in North London, and, uh, you, you know, about, you get... gets about. You know when you're about and you get, you get bants? Oh, know, yeah. You, you get some mega oh, bants. I love some bants. You're one of the banter kings as well, aren't I'm you? I'm the so. master banterer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, I said master banter. Yeah, I know you did. And um, <laughs> this guy said to me, um, <laughs> he was like with the, his whole family, like he looked like three, with, with three generations of his, of his family. And uh, he, somebody went, Frank Skinner! Like that. So I, I looked round and... Um, As you do. And uh, he said, uh, we didn't recognise you because uh, you, you're a lot greyer than, than we thought you were. Oh, and I thought, well, there's no need for that, is there? <laughs> so he said, did you forget the Grecian 2000 today? <laughs> and that, I could see what had happened then, is he'd slightly separated himself from the family so that he was, he was yeah. now, he was the man. He was built, to be fair to him, he was building an anecdote. I could uh -huh. see that yes. happening. Oh, and absolutely. I thought, fair enough, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a Saturday afternoon, I got up early. Slightly old school reference, though. I think they took that off the market about 30 years ago. Does, it, anyway. not, does it not exist? I, I suppose they so. took it off the market about 15 years ago. <laughs> would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, 2000 is long gone. Let's face it, the Grecians are. Yeah. Mm. They're on the edge. So anyway, um, I, I thought, you've got to give a, a return bounce. Yeah. You know, to complete the story. <laughs> oh, God. So no, I don't. I don't feel any need to 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 bowl the winning ball. You know what I mean? 
Really? Sorry, no, have you ever said that. anything so inaccurate about no, this? In, <laughs> in that context, it, I, I don't. You know, you know when at Wimbledon, when they have that knockabout, when they, uh -huh. they're just tapping the ball over the yeah. net to get used to it. It's, that's the kind of bounce I'm yes. working out at that level. Yeah, yeah. I've still got my tracksuit top on, is what yeah. I'm saying. So, um... He said, oh, you forgot the guy. And I said, well, you'd know, you'd, you'd know by the looks of it, because he looked like a, a guy who'd got darker hair than for his age. And suddenly his face changed. Oh, no. He oh. said, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> oh. oh, no, he does use Oh, no, he does use it. And I've said that. And I hadn't, I had it, I'd accidentally hit a searing ace into the corner yeah. of the... Well, he shouldn't have got involved in the bands. He then. shouldn't have brought up Greece no. in 2000. Yeah. But then I thought, oh, no, I've smiled. I didn't, you know what I mean? I didn't want to be, uh, oh. it wasn't like a heckle put down. How did it end, the bands? Well, Terribly, I sounds. think he was, I think he would have still gone away. I think he's, um... Well, no, he's not going to tell that anecdote now, is no. he? Well, I don't know, you see. I, he might is leave he that victim? bit out. I think his long-term aim was catering-based. <laughs> I think his plan was that he was going to dying out on that anecdote. Oh, yeah. you know, when people say that. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favourite things. Of all my marvellous anecdotes, I've never actually got a meal out of one in my life. <laughs> I might try it in a restaurant, though. And um, do you take anecdote? <laughs> Can you have that? Yeah. Instead of, you know, when they do that sign calling for the uh, the machine to put the uh, the pin and oh, I'd chip love and that. pin. Oh, yeah. Frank, if they did that, you'd never be hungry again. No, I'd call for a call for a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm planning to pay. <laughs> Can I have a look at the anecdote menu? <laughs> oh, you say two courses for an anecdote, or um, three courses for an anecdote, including a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone, if anyone listeners ever dined out on an anecdote, please? That's a good question. Please. Extraordinary text. Texting. <laughs> text us. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, what was the texting that you set up just before, um, just before? Oh, I don't know, it was ages ago. <laughs> oh, we can't remember. Oh, okay. Well, to, uh, to open the gates, I've, um, <laughs> I've found an now, email. Is, have you ever died? Have you ever literally dined out oh, on that's an anecdote? What it was, yeah, it's yeah. a good question. It's a really good question. In the meantime, we've been sent a question for you, Frank Skinner okay. slash Liberty. Um, <laughs> dear Alan, interesting begins. Dear Alan, Dino, and Frank. It's oh. often established on the show that I don't Frank. Like the billing has... much? No, I didn't well, think all right, it was. Is it? Um, it's often established on the show that Frank has worked with them all. However, I was wondering what happens when two celebs chance upon one another when they haven't met before, e.g. in an airport lounge, oh, I enjoy yeah. e.g., or on a tour of a castle ruin. I would assume that being... <laughs> Good insight into Frank's uh, social life. Uh. Yeah, I'm not so sure that there's many other celebs <laughs> on the castle ruin tour, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think if I've met anyone at a castle. Yeah, you and Mary Beard. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I would assume that being of the same lofty social standing, there would be an implied kinship and pleasantries would be exchanged as if between old friends. Mm. Or does... Or does the interaction depend on the level of fame? For example, would Frank be more likely to approach Ed Sheeran and give him a hearty slap on the back, but only go only give Bob Dylan a knowing nod from a respectful distance? Praise redacted, he adds. That's well, Chris in Glasgow. Well, the thing with that is that, I mean, as much as I would love to nod to Bob Dylan, of course, he wouldn't know who I was. So, no. um... So that is... Um, Ed Sheeran, I don't, I, I don't know. I love all well, gingers. Yes. 
Um, but I, these I, are meant to be ever so I nice. Do remember, well. There is a, love today, isn't it? There is a thing. There is a thing which is the sort of celebrity um, passport. Whereas if you'd see another celebrity, mm. it's all right to go over. <laughs> yes. Um, like I remember, uh, I was walking, uh, and, and Helena Bonham Carter was coming the other way, pushing a pram, and she said to me, um, sh- sh- "We should speak, shouldn't we?" And I said, <laughs> "Yeah, how you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> so really, that's funny. Yeah, yes. and we and we chatted, and I I said I really like your hat, and she said <laughs> that's all I remember about it. But uh, so there is a bit of that. The one that really sticks in my heart. I was in a pub in um, in Birmingham, oh. and uh, oh what a night! This, this is a, this is uh, a while ago, and uh, and Paul Henry was in there. Now Paul Henry plays. Oh, was play. he Crossroads, he Benny? He Benny from Crossroads. Oh, you... if, if I, if I, if I want a China, I, I do have a China. And, I believe um, his catchphrase was Miss Diane as yeah, well. that's right, that's right. There'll be some inter- in, uh, interesting Googling for our international listeners, this. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Benny from Crossroads. Yes. Anyway, so Benny hadn't been in Crossroads for quite a while, but he, he owned a, a pub, or it, uh, or maybe he worked in it, but let's say he owned it. We'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But there was no doubt of the benefit. Anyway, so... Um, You're both on fire. <laughs> yes, so uh, I walked in and I, I recognised him and I walked over and we shook hands and I looked round and the whole pub had stopped and, <laughs> and, and looked, watched me and Benny from Crossroads shake hands. It reminds me, there's an art house movie, I think, called Mephistopheles, mm. where this bloke plays the devil in a play. And during the interval, he goes up into the royal box where several uniformed Nazis are sitting, and the comp- the sort of comp- the senior officer of the Nazis <coughs> st- stands up to greet him, and so you got an image of a bloke who's still made up as the devil shaking hands with the senior Nazi, and the whole audience are looking up in horror at this um, tableau, and that's what happened when I shook hands with <laughs> Benny from <laughs> Crossroads. <laughs> Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, I've got another email from my Friday night troll here. You love a Friday oh, night. I like he really does. Through in case stuff's been sent in. Seems, They're a bit more loose, the Friday nighters. I think so, yeah. I used to love a Friday night troll. <laughs> um, this email is Charming. entitled, What Are You Doing? Uh, bonjour, my favourite radio team. It's 10pm Friday night French time, and I'm happily watching well England... Well, then, uh, surely that should be bonsoir. Good point. Yeah. Good point, Frank. Mm, that's that's hey, how to make friends... One thing, one to me. That's how to make friends with him, is to correct his... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's 10pm Friday night French time, and I'm happily watching England versus Fiji in the World Cup. I'm not too sure of Emily oh. and Alan's feelings about the sport, but considering Frank's opinion... I hate rugby. I'm oh. interested to know what you're all doing this evening. That is all. Expat prisoner 215. Are you asking us out? I think he's interested in what we do on a Friday evening. Oh, I see. I did watch some of the rugby and I quite enjoyed it. I so what was I rugby. doing at 10 o'clock French time? So that's 9 o'clock here, is it? Mm. Yeah. What were you up to? I was watching on Sky Plus with my partner and her mother... Uh, a thing called Synth Britannia, right? Which is about all the famous women called Cynthia. <laughs> that um, had, had an effect on British history. 
No, it was about the synthesizer. <laughs> and the whole... And the Sounds whole... from Cynthia Payne. The whole, yeah. The An s- ending with Cynthia Payne. So it's all about, like, uh, 80s music. and oh, so right. It was actually really, really... It made me feel like buying a, going out and buying a Korg. Or a Moog. Or a Moog. Yeah, why not? Um, I was waiting for Curry to arrive um, and watching the rugby with... Tim um, Curry? No. Okay. Um, no, Mark, Mark Curry. Lamb curry, actually, oh. but um, <laughs> hey, you, you did, you did ask. <laughs> you did ask. <laughs> um, uh, with uh, my friends Nick and Claire that I stayed with last night. Nice. And we had the rugby on. Had the rugby on. I don't mind the rugby I since you like asked. It. I don't hate it. I don't, I don't, I don't love I, it. I don't know that I. I, I I've, it's, uh, what's it's not, it's not that bad. What's interesting for me is this, this is what non football fans are like doing, yes. you know, the, what I would call the proper World Cup. <laughs> It's that they, it's going on, but it's just going on. You, you hear about it. I just have, you know. The I fa- have tried. The fans tend to be better dressed, if I'm going to be honest. The rugby. Well, yeah, you don't get the England supporter. You must be kidding. That upturned rugby shirt and barber jacket look. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's that a bad is... thing, is it? Yeah, it's fashion. disgusting. <laughs> I'll start. <laughs> okay. Go I don't, on. Know, about, I don't yeah, know what they wear. Yeah, but come on. Well, at least they don't wear the three-quarter length cut-off trousers, Frank. And the what are the what are the tra- the shoes? My, my only really ro- lasting memory was a woman called Erica Rowe who did a sort of half streak at Twickenham. Yes. She didn't wear. She wore jeans. Oh. Full stop. <laughs> but I don't. I don't have anything. That, you know, people like what they like. Yeah, they do. You've changed. Just really Simply red, for example. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Who likes that? Yes, people do. He's got a voice, oh. though, hasn't he? He's no, got a voice. people do. And that's fine. It's good, isn't it, that we like different stuff? Yeah. Isn't it? I think so, yeah. Good. Back me, back me up, Em. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel that was said with a good spirit. Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. So listen, um, I told you I'd been fly tipped. Did oh. I tell you that? You know, when put so- someone had left oh, yeah, yeah. another showbiz anecdote. Someone oh, had left some stuff by my bin that wasn't mine, <laughs> which I wasn't happy about. It's a vacuum cleaner, if you remember. Oh, or, or right, a, we do we, remember. As we call it in our house, a new new. Do you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. Something up. else in our house. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. sure up about it. So. um... So, one of your neighbours had fly tipped you. Yeah, that, so they put they put um, a bag of stuff and also uh, a nunu. Someone who didn't want to pay for its removal. Well, I, I don't know. That I, don't know what, I don't know what Four it's about. No, he'd never throw away a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> he'd use it as a brush. Nice. So um, there was an old garden chair suddenly appeared next to my bin. I mean, one that looks like it's been out in the weather for many years, oh, a wooden right, yeah, yeah. fold-up garden chair. Oh, like a deck chair? Uh, well, it, it was all wood, though, like, like you know, like slats for oh, a seat. Oh, right. the sort of thing you'd find in a sort of East no, no, London slats. pub, one of those yes. trendy ones. Oh, yeah, OK, but it was, it was old, so that was there. And it wasn't, it wasn't too bashed up. I mean, it was old and it had been weathered, but I, I, it was like... It was almost like they thought, 
I could afford to refurbish it. Mm. Mm. Maybe. Like, a, you might leave a foundling child on the, on the, the step right. of a richer person <laughs> to give it a better life. <laughs> I don't know if they thought I was going to do that. I was You're gonna... like a home to waste furniture. Um, and I was furious, cos I, 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 I'd said to you before that I'm, I'm very angry about the fly tip, and I was thinking of an all-night vigil, mm -hmm. when I hide behind the wheelie bin. Yes. I mean, ideally, but probably not realistically, with a harpoon gun. No. Yes, um, and I think we established. Kind of I don't think your neighbours would be alarmed at all. I think <laughs> you should go pea shooter and gravel because at that range, a harpoons. Pea shooter not. and gravel. What a, what a double act they were. They were mm. good Hello, work. I'm pea shooter and I'm gravel. Can I do this song? You can do it after. So they um, were good. Well, that's not their best so, stuff. So it's almost yeah. it's almost like they've left me the chair for my vigil. <laughs> oh yes, that's what it is. Heard Frank. It on the radio. Maybe a rug. Someone will drop off a nice tra tartan travel rug the next nice. time. So I just I left it there. Kath was absolutely Kath was I mean mad about it. Um, see, she really doesn't want them to ha terrible things to happen to them. So then, so a couple of days later, somebody had um, they, they tied a, a sort of ribbon on on the chair. Oh, was a sort of gift. Well, I don't... I think what somebody must have found, a ribbon that had perhaps fallen from a child's hair. You know when people put stuff on yeah. walls if it's been found? So they'd put it, and it looked like it had decorated... It looked like the chair was taunting the people who'd left it. You know that thing in the paper of um, Ashley Cole say, say <laughs> something like... Um, what's she called? Uh, Ashley Cole's ex-wife? Cheryl. Cheryl. Yeah, Cheryl shows Ashley what he's missing. <laughs> it's like the chair. The chair with a bit of ribbon on. The people who tipped it thought, oh, actually, looks quite good with a bit of ribbon on it. <laughs> Look what you could have won. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe we'll take it back. Mm. And I think maybe that's what I'm going to do in future, is if they leave stuff, I'm going to do it up a bit and leave it out and see that's if they... That's a nice idea. Oh, that's a good idea, Frank. Yeah, see I if they're drawn back. Yeah, I've got a few bits that could do with sprucing up and then I'll I come back that. and have them back. You know, I'm going to spend thousands getting it refurbed. That's a brilliant idea. And, yeah. You know, Kate and William, they had the split and they got back together. Yeah. And why couldn't that happen with the garden chair? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, Frank, we've had a text in which weaves in, rather ingeniously, the two themes of dining out on an anecdote and uh, Erica Rowe, who seems to be another theme this morning. Oh, yes, Erica Rowe, the, the rugby streaker. Yes. Frank et al., Bad start? Question mark? No, I quite like it. It's not true for a starter. No. I didn't. Read <laughs> <laughs> dining out on an anecdote. The recently mentioned Erica Rowe, recently, too recently, so that's okay. That's okay. Came to have her hair done by my girlfriend. Oh. I like the way you say, oh, like it's the beginning of a confessions of a hairdresser <laughs> film. No, but that's good. Who was so impressed with Miss Rose's stories, she decided to give her hairdo free. So she she um, she didn't dine out. Yes. Well, she was um, coiffured out. You say she didn't she's dine something out. else out. Oh, um, as her appointment included a biscuit and a cake, does oh. that constitute dining out? That's Bernard. I read it. I think that that probably does. I do. Excellent work, yeah. Erica Rowe. Well done. <laughs> what if she dyed her hair? She'd have been dyed, dyed, dyed out. <laughs> dyed out. Dyed what out. happened to her? Dyed out. She was good. You don't want to die out on an anecdote. <laughs> dyed out. Dyed out. Dyed out. Yeah. She's still working, dyed out. No. Well, sorry to there's no, there's not much call for that anymore. I met her. She was very, very lovely. Mm. 
I met Erica Rowe. I interviewed Erica Rowe. The great you thing about Erica Rowe. Yes. You've worked with them all. The great thing about Erica Rowe is when she did that streak, she had like jeans and, and like suede boots on, and she was a, she was a um, buxom woman. Oh, she was. But I tell you what, she, I, and she had like a little um, silk scarf around her neck, the white people used to wear them then. But she had a silk. Oh, cigar- with no top? And then the silk scarf, like a chipping yeah, like a little tied one, like uh, like David Essex, trying to look a bit uh, romantic. And she had a cigarette. Uh, do you remember when people used to play stage drunkards? They'd have a cigarette that was broken in the middle yeah, and hanging yeah. down. <laughs> she had one of those that had genuinely got broken. Ah, <laughs> oh, she's my idol now. Yes, I think we we that's it. She's a new friend of the show has been born. <laughs> Erica Rowe, the rugby. Surely she's called out during the World Cup to do the stuff. I don't what know. Stuff? <laughs> she's not, what stuff? What stuff? Now we're going to go over to Erica Rowe. Who's going to have her on the programme? I don't know. Also, I, I don't know if she. Uh, she's an older woman now. She's not going to recreate the act unless she's got um, Paul Bearers. <laughs> oh, wish I hadn't said that. Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Um, this is Frank Skinner Ironically. on uh, Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. There you have it. My two worlds are colliding today because it's London Fashion Week and it's taking place outside this very studio. Yes. And Daisy, the producer, just said, there's two girls dressed in black smoking. That'll be my girls. That'll be, that'll be models, won't it? Yeah. yeah. They look like two tall, tall, slim women. All the ladies are going to be here soon. So oh, I'm just saying, gonna brace do? yourselves. Are they going to parade? No. OK. <laughs> I'll just talk about people and smoke. What are going to do? Lollop? <laughs> What, what kind of... Might I, eat a I smint. They lollop. Do they lollop, lollop models? I don't think they do. No, don't they they glide, don't they? They glide. They're capable. They might lick a sweet and then put it in the bin. Oh. And then we'll... Okay, well, I'm having that sweet. <laughs> 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 oh, well, it's very exciting. I've never felt so much at the centre of the fashion world as I do this morning. There's going to be a lot of shoulder <laughs> You wouldn't think if you saw my outfit. There'll be... I know. I'm glad you've dressed for the occasion. Yes, but, but you know, you can't compete with these people. Oh, thanks. I'm, I'm not going to... What's that <laughs> shop called? Jago of the... What's that shop what you see around shop? London? Jago of the something with big, like, hats in and things. Oh. Yeah, so, so it's called something like Jago of the Yard. I can't get that far down the fashion food chain. I think Jago oh. of the Yard is an obscure novel, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> But someone, someone, if someone can tell me, it's like a, it's got the kind Jago of clothes in it. You think that's beautifully made, but who? Remember my? Um, is Jago of the Yard not like Stick of the Dumb? <laughs> it might not. It's Jago something. Um, and it, do you remember my dream about Gokwan? Not my dream, my lie about Gokwan. When I told my girlfriend I was doing a show with him, in which I <laughs> walked around northern towns in avant-garde clothes. Called, <laughs> would you wear that? No, why are you wearing that? Why are you the wearing show that? Is called. Well, that, that, <laughs> Jay- well, you're having a go at me for the show that doesn't exist. No, it's called, why are you wearing that? Well, Jago of the Foggy Quadrangle, <laughs> or whatever it's called, um, has got those kind of clothes in. Clothes that you would only normally see on... Um, Someone who knew Boy George really well. You oh, think okay. he's all saints? So he or is. No, like <laughs> I'm not thinking of all what saints. What sort of clothes? Is it sort of apocalypse chic? Like you know, they you know those hats like Boy George used to wear. Those big like, the ones that Pharrell wears. Who? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yes, the one. Will Farrell. <laughs> Colin Farrell. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, let's not get into Farrell. It's not an episode of Derek. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can. Can you say that? <laughs> sure, you can't say that. Oh look, let's talk about something else. My stomach's tightened up. No, because it's in not an old Not before. Oh, okay. okay. <sighs> okay. What do you want to talk about? Oh, Should I know what I want to talk about. Jezza Corbin. Yes. JC. There can be only one JC. Yeah, move over Clarkson. There's a new Jeremy in town. Making <laughs> new uh, Jeremy C. Let's talk yeah. about the nice one. Um, well, we don't know well, yet, do we? Well, we don't know, Which that's nice true. One? Early but, days. Um, he, well, I, I think the signs are good. And I'll tell you why. They've criticised his clothes. Yeah. I like his clothes. They say the clothes are a bit scruffy. I think it's intellectual chic. It's like liberal chic. Yes, yeah, it's definitely that. I, would say. I mean, I think nowadays times have changed. The most high status person in the room is the scruffiest, Frank Skinner. Look at you today. Well, it's um, it's the Steven Spielberg thing. Check into a hotel wearing a baseball cap, and jeans, mm. and stuff, and people think who's that? And of course, he's the richest man in the hotel. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I'm not saying that Jeremy Corbyn is the richest man in. Uh, Parliament. <laughs> if uh, that comes out, he's ruined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's. He's been criticised for having a pen in his pocket. Has he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, people don't write anymore. No. What if he'd had the, the peerless one two five? That would have shot him. That would have been the end of him, wouldn't it? Ah, <laughs> uh, Dave, you might get away with a with a crystal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a big crystal. Not a cigar, though. I, I generally have a pen. Uh, somebody sent me, actually. I should uh, I should do an uh, official um, thank you. Um, uh, someone sent me. You know those. You know those propelling pencils. Oh yeah. You know because some uh, one thing that I do get sent Why on. Are this you show, delving into a bag like Packerjack? <laughs> uh, one thing I get sent on this show is mm. is writing implements. You do like Frank, stationery, don't you? Can I tell you what else he likes? I've noticed you're fond of a free fabric bag, aren't you? <laughs> I like yeah, these. What do the they tote. call these bags? Tote. Free. Now, this one, Free. This one Free, was designed them, by my, my son. You see, he's, he's oh. coloured it in. He's written, coloured it oh, in. That and written, is nice. Yeah, written yeah. his name on it. I didn't know he could write his name. It was a real... It's a bit of a midwitch cuckoo moment. He signed That's it Liberty nice. to Liberty Skinner. So, anyway, mm. Nicholas Hemingway um, wrote to me and sent me a stainless steel mechanical pencil, handmade. No. Yeah. And I must say, have a look. it's a beauty. You get everything, don't you? It's a, he did say he would send you two one on request. Right. Oh. But um, I think you have to write it. Oh, Ambassador, official. you're spoiling us. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to beg for it, Nicholas. Oh, oh God, he took it. He took it harsh. <laughs> I haven't. Well, anyway, we don't uh, beg. Got my own pens. So I, pencils. so I've taken to carrying uh, carrying uh, that in the jacket pocket. Oh, yeah, stainless steel as well. Sounds like. Um, yes, yeah, so if it rains, it's fine. <laughs> because I know, mean, but this new stainless steel stuff—it mm. doesn't rust. That's good. New stainless steel <laughs> stuff. Well, it's like the new so like the new soda streams that are out. Every, everyone's talking about it. <laughs> Stainless is the reason it's called stainless, you see, is because you don't get the staining that rust brings. Is that right? Yeah. If anyone else has uh, <coughs> encountered stainless steel, <laughs> text us in. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've got a couple of texts about your comments, not on uh, Jeremy Corbyn because we never really did them. Well. But um, 
Hi Frank, the shop you were asking about is called Child of the Jago in Spitalfields oh. Market. That, 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 no, I know one what on, that is. There's one on Charing Cross Road as well. Is there? I know, it's a kind of gothic font. I know the one you mean now. Yeah, but yeah. the stock, it's that, you know yes. those clothes that looks, look like works of art? Yes. Mm. But You're right about the Vivian certain, Westwood reference. Yeah, there's good. only a certain person who could, who could wear them. Right. Uh, and I'm not that person. But, um, but I could admire their beauty, certainly. I'm gonna call it Dandy After the Apocalypse. Yes, very, right. very good, that's what Thank it would you. be. It would be people, people were really trying to make an effort to brighten things up after the, the, uh, the world had been wiped out by nuclear warfare. Excellent. We've, <coughs> also, had a, we've also had a text from 381 who's texted you, I think it's you. You specifically. Hmm. Um, We've all heard of stainless steel, signed everyone in Sheffield. <laughs> oh. Which is fast work, because you only talked about it about four minutes ago. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's really been around, maybe they've got a group email set up. <laughs> oh, maybe that's one of the things that we, we were just talking about this in the pub last night. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, David from St Albans is in, has this news. Hi guys, I have a stainless steel potato peeler. <laughs> wow. <That laughs> what says, is that? Uh, Does he mean a knife? It's he amazing said, what they can do now. <laughs> he said which is somewhat stained. It's what? stained. Yeah. Oh, I hate when things don't live that, up to their promise. No. Doesn't make any sense. No, exactly. Is it steel? <laughs> <laughs> Does it stain then? Well, That's the text. Does stainless steel stain? Yeah. Can you can we establish that? The the guy from Sheffield will know. Uh, yeah. Well, anyone from the seventies will know. Yeah, but that's that's. That shocked me now. I, was, I I buy into if something's called stainless, that's it for me. Mm. I assume it's 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 stainless. <laughs> okay, Is so I think we've talked quite a lot about stainless steel already this morning. I don't think the big <laughs> satire shows are worried else? about our Corbyn stuff, do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like Corbyn. I'm he sorry. He seems nice, doesn't he? Yeah, but they, but then they had a go. At him. What do you? So you think the clothes are okay? What do you do? Yeah, think? I, I like the the um, lecturer. Look, normcore, isn't it? He's quite normcore. It's lecturer who doesn't mind having a drink of a pint of real ale with the uh, the students after. Well, That's exactly it. I think Frank. he might be a non-drinker, is he? Is no, he but you know what I mean. It's that yeah, look. Yeah. That is, is, is a lecturer. He's not a yes. I have so to well. say, this few minutes is probably the most positive press he's had uh, this no, week. No, they, they have been after him. <laughs> oh my goodness! So many people have told us to hate him, and a lot of them are horrible. <laughs> the people <laughs> that don't like him. <laughs> I mean, when I was reading the other day how much I should dislike uh, Corbyn, and I looked at the top of the article and saw it was Rod Liddle, and I thought, <laughs> "You're telling me that Corbyn's not nice? You're horrible." All those at Wimbledon's he won now in the sixties and seventies. <laughs> Um, yes. Well, as we know, <coughs> this is not actually a political programme, no. so the question I want to ask is, you know Tom Watson? Yes. Yeah. He's his vice, um, his deputy Oh, yeah, his partner in crime. So do Tom Watson's nephew and nieces refer to Jeremy as Uncle Tom's Corby? Oh. That is what we do. <laughs> you don't get that on question time. <laughs> Certainly don't. Speaking of question time, did you notice that he did that? Yes. When he got up in PMQs, which yes. is called Prime Minister's Questions, questions yeah. but people who don't really know call it Prime Minister's Question Time because they've got a bit mixed up with Question Time. Yes. The TV. He did it. The, he calls it the other About day, three times he called it Prime Minister's Question Time. No. Oh, like, I like him. It's, it's yeah. like, and they say, yeah. Like, like Question like, Time had suddenly taken. You know, like Bruce is the price is right. <laughs> yeah. It's it like, like when that. you call it the jungle, Frank, instead of I'm a celebrity. Yes. Mm. <laughs> 
And he, but, but you'd think when you're taking part in Prime Minister's <laughs> questions, you might s- ask someone what it's called yeah. mm. before you're going to start talking about it. So that was a mistake on his mm. part. Okay. But, you know, he's, uh, he seems all right, I think, so far. But we might, he might turn out, like so many politicians, to be a terrible monster. That's the exciting thing about politics, isn't it? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, JC, we were talking about when he did the PMQs. JC did the PMQs. Mm. Yeah. Okay. OMG. Yeah. <laughs> he went a bit rogue, didn't he? Because he, he did. asked real readers, if I may call them that, yeah. he asked their actual questions. Yeah, I didn't, like, I didn't like it. Marjorie didn't like from Nuneaton wants to know whatever happened to Spangles. <laughs> I, I liked it. I liked it. Cause I it, resented the fact that he, he... Well, I he never asked my permission to use the email corner jingle, which he started <laughs> it with. Imagine <laughs> if he had, like, a reader's question <laughs> jingle. What if he'd suddenly gone, email corner, just for a... <laughs> Imagine no if you'd have done their voices as well. I had an email from Tina from Merseyside. She says, all right, uh, I'd like to know what you're <laughs> going to do about been, social health. No, if you'd have done that, it would have been great. <laughs> I know. Or Mr. if you'd done your, your uh, particular foible of, um, she says, um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tina said, oh, well, I... <laughs> and Susan from Hampshire, she's turned around and she said... <laughs> Mm. I liked yeah, it. I didn't he, like he it. He said that he, um, he got 40,000 replies, didn't he? He said he got 40,000 emails for questions for the Prime Minister. And I think he used four or five, because the rest of them were impenetrable, disgusting, horrible. Do like, they must have been. Or stupid. I mean, how many stupid out of 40,000 do you think there were? About yeah. 39,000? Well, maybe, but I, I miss the personal abuse which I associate with PMQs. Oh, I'll go on Twitter then. He wants yes. intelligent PMQs. He wants it to I be... I know, he said that, but th- and we all think, oh, that's a great idea, but when you actually watch it, it's like when you watch The Voice having watched X Factor. Right. I, mi- mm. I miss people being reduced to tears. I, don't, I, know, I, I hate do. myself for it. Right. But I liked it when they get up and say terrible things about each other. Yes. Mm. Well, you see, they can't do that when they're hiding behind the readers', the readers questions. I mean, they can't be mean about the readers. Do you yeah. remember that one when Miliband, Miliband mm. very confidently got up, Ed Miliband, and said to David Cameron, well, you, uh, you know, I know things are pretty strange between, uh, between you and uh, the Liberal Democrat re- leader, and I know you're not getting on very well. And he was loving it, you know, the fact mm. that Clegg and, Cam- and Cameron said, it's not that bad, it's not like we're brothers or something like that. <laughs> and you thought, wow! Oh. <laughs> I know it probably wasn't his line, but it was a killer. And poor old Ed had no comeback, just oh, crumbled yeah. down. Well, he should have. Yeah, he but what about, um, what about not singing the national anthem? Yes, he was at the, what was it? It was a Battle of Britain. It was a Battle of Britain celebration at Westminster Abbey, I believe. Yeah. And, and, and I think before we... Uh, Take this on in a in light-hearted bants. Mm. Yeah, I think we should all say that. Obviously, if we'd lost the Battle of Britain, that would have been very bad news. So those mm. guys yes. were incredibly brave and well done to them. At um, another one of our late reviews, <laughs> <laughs> seventy-five well years, <laughs> Battle of Britain went well. <laughs> I like well done to please, them. Please Big shout the going out to yeah. the fellas there. So you got to give them uh, massive respect. Oh yeah, respect is due. Yeah. But you see, I think you don't have to sing the national anthem to give them respect. Oh, would you say that. so then? Mm. The Queen doesn't sing it. Is that true? Yeah, I've been. I've stood near the Queen. When the national anthem was sung, she doesn't. Sing. It's like wearing your own tour T-shirts. That's true. Suppose yeah. you it's feel like a bit you bad singing safe. three lines at Wembley. It's a bit naff. 
Oh, we've done, <laughs> sing we've done that though, haven't we? You've done that. <laughs> Don't tell me you did sing it when everyone else that. sings it. She, she just heard them under her breath saying me when everyone else was singing. Like, happy birthday to me, those mm. people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but so, so mate, was she there at Westminster Abbey? Don't believe she was. Okay. But I might be no. wrong. But that would have been a good excuse, you see, if he'd have looked mm. across and thought, oh, well, she, oh, you don't have to sing it then. Yeah. Some people don't know the words. Daisy producer doesn't know the words. I don't know the words, except for the ones that I don't agree with, like God Save Our Gracious Queen. I'm, why would oh, I, I sing going that? A bit, oh, dear. Uh, oh. Although that said, I sometimes sing songs that I don't believe in, like, you know, Puff the Magic Dragon. I don't believe in that, <laughs> but I still sing it. Maybe Corbyn's just got a very rigid it? rule. What you, about the existence of uh, Johnny Paper? Are you saying that that Johnny is... Johnny Paper, is that Yeah, he's the friend of uh, Puff the Magic Train. Is he? I yeah. Little person. Johnny Paper loved that rascal Puff. Wasn't it Jackie Pepper? <laughs> I think it was Johnny Paper. No, I think that's a misheard lyrics thing. I oh, think it's I've Jackie Pepper. Well, I've always said that on the day Johnny we... Johnny Paper? On the Why day, did they call it that? I always say on the day we do misheard lyrics on this show <laughs> is the day I'll resign. <laughs> no, but you've actually done one. It's been good working with you guys. Oh, you've no. actually done one, Frank. It's not Johnny <laughs> Paper. What sort of child? name is that? I think it was Johnny. Are you going to tell me that? It's Jackie Pepper. I think it's Johnny Paper, but I don't do let us know, readers. I, I can't imagine our readers will have we, an we, we do agree that, he, that, 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 that Poff actually frolicked in the autumn mist. We agree with that. Yes. Don't we? Oh, frolic, all we're right. Not, we're not debating that. Johnny Paper, Jackie Pepper, you decide. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. We should just say, if anybody's just tuned in and you're wondering what the lyrics are to Puff the Magic Dragon, then you've stumbled upon the perfect radio show. Mm. Because that's today's texting. <laughs> and uh, Frank well, the and I... lyrics. It's whether the, the character who befriends Poff... It's called... And then, might I say, leaves Poff. I said Jackie Pepper, Frank said Johnny Paper. Yes. And can I just say, it was a sort of low-level dispute. Mm. Yeah, but we care. Yeah, yeah of course we care, we both care. I would say it was about four out of ten on your argument scale. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. OK. Uh, we've had the results are in. <laughs> Uh, Peter, Paul and Mary have texted. <laughs> was it them who did it? I think it was, wasn't it? Yes, I believe so. The results are in. Go on. Well, look. Uh, 867 has texted us. She says Frank is right. It's Jackie Paper. No. <laughs> then oh, no, 328 Paper. says you're Johnny. both right. It's Jackie Paper. It's Jackie so Paper. So we were both right. Oh. Oh, you said Johnny. I said Jackie. I so call you know him Johnny. You see, it's, like ja- it's like John Charlton. Everyone called him Jackie. Then try and make no, excuses no. for it. You've <laughs> okay, got so it half no, right, and nice I got it result. half right. It's, it's a, a nice result. It's a lovely result. I'd say the surname was the most important, but anyway. No, I wouldn't. It's a nice result. I'm glad. Johnny Paper. So it's Jackie Paper. Yeah, Jackie Paper. So you're each leaving with your dignity. Yes, exactly. Mm. You're both half right, not half wrong, yeah? <laughs> and I'll tell you something else. Stuff. Even though I was half wrong, yes. can I tell you this? When I'm on my deathbed, <laughs> and they say to me, <laughs> what did you do in your life? And I'll say, I had a radio show on commercial radio on a Saturday morning yeah. on which we had a text in which was <laughs> what was the name of the boy who befriended <laughs> Puff the Magic Dragon I can go to meet my maker yeah. with my head held high you okay? can anyway 
Which is how this started, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, because we were talking about Josie and he wouldn't sing. Yeah. I think but he might think, in the future, though. I also think that the people involved in the Battle of Britain have had seen enough of life to be forgiving characters. Yeah. I mean, they've, you know, they could have took Umbridge with the Queen's Nazi salute. <laughs> You Maybe. could argue. <laughs> Let's we forget. But no, they've, they've let that go. <laughs> if you can let that go, you can let not singing the national anthem go. Well, we don't know that Maybe. they let that go. They might be well, Maybe you can't sing. That's a good yeah. point. Some people are embarrassed of their voice, yes. David Baddiel. Some people don't know the words. Yeah. Some people don't believe in God or the monarchy. <laughs> yeah, but as you say... As you say, it's all right to sing the bad stuff that you don't necessarily yeah. believe. Yeah, I think Nicola Sturgeon sings it, and uh, it's got a line in it about killing the Scots as well. It has on. not got a no, line. No, it hasn't. You don't know the lyrics. Scots. I don't know the lyrics, but it I think definitely. it's got something anti-Scottish in there. How oh. oh. has it? Let me think. Go right through. Half the magic. <laughs> 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 uh, little, jockey, little jockey piper. <laughs> little oh, jockey yeah. piper, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, he comes out pretty bad. Because he started. Jockey McPiper. Because Jockey McPiper decides yeah. that having been with the dragon for ages yeah. through rough and thin, he wants to now go off on his own. Oh, well. What's for you won't pass you by. <laughs> what's not for you? What is the expression she uses? <laughs> what's for you won't go by you. Oh, okay. Oh, Love yes. that. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Ian Moore has tweeted me... Not Ian Story Moore, he used to play for Knott's Forest. No, funnily enough. Okay. Ian Moore, the comic, who's a mate of mine. No. Oh, so. Any more? Any more? Well, I did that uh, on purpose. Very good. And also, what I, li- I like the idea that the any was spelled A-N-I, an anagram of Ian. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's brilliant if you thought that as well. Did that's you think brilliant that? if you're listening to a Radio 2 phone-in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, Ian Moore has tweeted me to say, no, it's definitely Johnny Paper. Oh, 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 oh dear, <laughs> it's swinging back. Oh, dear. <laughs> it's a knockout. Oh, dear, so I might be right. No, one person said that. One yeah, but it's Ian voice Moore. Of Ian Moore, applying <laughs> for Notts Forest, that gives him some authority. The majority, the vast majority, are saying Jackie Paper. Yes, well, you know what happens when you listen to the vast majority. Yeah. We've also had somebody text in the <laughs> entire verse. I don't know if we should waste time reading that. Is it a wasted time? I I'll sing it, if you like. Go on, okay, then. Go on, then. So I think it quicker than usual. Yeah. Puff Magic Dragon. Uh, do you want to go into a bit about little Jackie Paper? Loved that rascal puff. He bought him rings and lots of other stuff. He bought him um, sealing wax, was one of the things he brought him. Oh, him Ambassador, strings. you're spoiling us. He brought yeah. him no wonder he and never sealing came back. wax and other fancy stuff. Yeah, that's, he brought, that's um, what he did. He brought him, you know, the luxury item you get on. Um, <laughs> Desert Island Discs. He basically brought him loads of those to choose from. Oh, that's nice. But no discs. That's what I remember Adrian no Charles discs. said. That's what he got as a Christmas present once from his parents. What? what ceiling wax? No, a ball of string. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a great present. He said it was the most useful present he's ever got. Was he? Is that when he used to be a cat? <laughs> 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 so he was a cat for about four years. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. Never knew that. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. 
Shall we get to email corner and rather more text? Shall we? Yeah. Let's go. Right, let's do it. <laughs> We don't, we don't play many jingles. Remember, I used to play jingles all the time. I think we need to do a new one. Do you think so? Email. You know what? I've had my turn. I've had my Martin McCutcheon moment. I think it's Alan's moment, I think it's Alan's moment in the sun. She's stepping aside. She's stepping aside. I just think it's I'd like, turn. I'd like Alan to do one. It feels like that. Email corner. Be by gun mail corner. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> We're off. We're off. Um, I have an email here that I'm going to confess early doors that I don't fully understand, so let's work our way through it and perhaps mm. I can be... Is it in uh, Sanskrit? I can be the uh, the listener's uh, ear, because I you think... You are every man. I, I can be that guy, if, okay. uh, if it helps. Uh, Dear Frank, Emily and Gareth, mm. I am a long-term reader and love the show. I was so happy that you kept If the Good Lord Spare Us Is and The Creeks Don't Rise. I'm, I understand that bit, obviously. Mm. I just wanted to tell you about the adventures of my sister-in-law, Linda, and niece Maddie in Covent Garden last Wednesday. Let's give this a bit of a background. Linda and Maddie... <laughs> <laughs> you want me to carry on reading? ...went out with each other... Oh, hang on. This is... Okay. Uh, around lunchtime, I received a text from my sister-in-law, who's a bit of a celebrity magnet. She's bumped into oh. the likes of Graham Norton and Dustin Hoffman, and now Frank Skinner. <laughs> Near liberty. <laughs> I like Dustin Hoffman and now Frank Skinner. Yeah, yeah. Dustin Hoffman. Uh, no, Frank. The text message read Frank Skinner has just told Maddie to do her shoelace up. As an avid listener of the podcast, I was genuinely excited as I know Frank has a habit of talking about his week's experiences on the show, but my cup of joy overflowed when I saw the podcast was titled Footlace. Frank then yes. described the experience as dealing with a goth, brackets Emily. She's nothing like a goth. Well, she's got. She had black hair and black clothes on. Yep. Wow. Come on. Bang to rights. Y you're, you're right. You're witness. sounding a bit. <laughs> <laughs> the ironic. No further questions. The ironic thing was, her grandma had told her to do it up, and she'd completely ignored her. It wasn't until a Top Gear presenter grabbed her arm and told her to do it up that she tied up the, the said lace, thereby preventing a non-goth-related accident. Now, there's oh. quite a lot in there that yeah, I don't so much going Can on. I say the Top Gear presenter to, to new readers? Which, yeah. Uh, I was mistaken yes. for one of them the other week. I don't know which one. But a woman uh, grabbed me for a photo and then shouted to her family, here, here, pointing at me from about two inches from my face, Top Gear! <laughs> So, were you um, um, were you choking a waiter about your late pastrami at that point? Oh, I was, <laughs> and I had boot cut jeans on. And did you have a leather cord <laughs> necklace? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps and a midlife crisis. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so that's what. Well, first of all, Mad Maddie, I, I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> I assigned you to uh, the wrong youth subculture. Mm. But the Goths are, uh, you know, a long, long-term respected. Um, Yes. section of society. She, yeah, hasn't sent a re she hasn't sent a recategorising of... I love of, uh, a goth. No, please, oh, please I love use a goth. The goths are like my, they're my favourite youth subculture. Give yes. me goth over basic any day. Yes. <laughs> That's a lovely quote. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I, I'm glad... To, but I, I'm not clear whether she actually fa did she fasten it after I told her then? Sounds like oh, it. Oh, that's good. I might have prevented um, a very serious accident. Mm-hmm. I should be thinking about that when I peruse the honours list in January. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> Services to the goth community. <laughs> I had, um, I was talking to a young woman 
recently. Oh, this sounds a nice anecdote. And mm. I, I... Remember where you are, Saturday yeah. morning. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you after. Half listening. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. And Judge Pickles is here this morning. <laughs> no, what did I just say to you off air? <laughs> anyway, well, hold on, I have to do this bit. <laughs> text, the sure show, text, the, text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. <sighs> Sometimes the best bits happen off air. Um, <laughs> you know what I want to talk about this morning? What? Stainless steel. No, oh. we've talked about that. And not uh, Jackie... Paper, Puff either. the Magic Dragon. Do you mean Johnny Paper? What about when someone wrote in and said, I think Puff the Magic Dragon uh, had suffering from depression? <laughs> he does suffer, because yeah, John, Johnny just... Johnny stroke Jackie, clears off. Yeah. Paper, Monsieur Paper. Oh, <laughs> he uh, clears off, he finds other things to do, as young people do. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Usain Bolt... He's the one who does the 100 metres. He does do that, yeah. Yeah, which I've said before on this show, I I honestly think I could, I think it's, I could do that. (laughs) I feel like that about the, um, what was the one that I said that I felt like that about? One with the big stick where they go boing. They go boing and pole vault. The pole vault, you could do, no, but 100 metres. That's harder, I I could do that, I think I do that in nine seconds every day. (laughs) You reckon? Because it's just running quick. It is Anyone just running quick. That. You're right. You've really captured what it is. I don't think there's any is. skill involved in that race at all. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I think the longer ones I can see that, like 1500, you've got to pace yourself, you've got to overtake people. Yeah. That's just literally run as fast as you can. You're right. It's it is that. Very simple okay. race. It's a fair summary. So I could do that. Apparently, some of them hold their breath for that. That's whole right, yeah. Thing. I mean, if you think about it, if it's under 10 seconds, you can keep your breath for that long, can't yeah. you? Yeah. Not if I'm running. Right. <laughs> You might be able to. That's let's, what they've forgot, you see. Let's play a long song and we'll go down and do it. Of course, I was there. <laughs> I was, um... Pardon? I was there the night he, um, he got uh, Olympic gold in the 100 metres. Were you? Yeah, I was in the stadium. <sighs> I was that on was... the racetrack. <laughs> I just... I just yeah, looking at pro- Just looking at me programme. <laughs> <laughs> there must have been someone who just nipped to the toilet yeah, or something sure. and come back. And, what, what, are you kidding me? Yeah. Anyway... Usain Bolt has been in the news, it's he fair sure to has. say. Uh, yes, he has, because he went, he ran up a £10,000 bar bill. Whoa! Wow. Oh, is that a lot? Um, this is a, for a professional athlete, isn't it? At yeah. a London club called Drama. That sounds a nice club, doesn't it? Sounds terrible, doesn't Don't it? Don't you like the sound of drama? I do not like the sound of drama. How do you run up a £10,000 bar tab? Oh, oh, I don't know why you're looking at me. I've never done that. I've been looking to run up a ten quid bar tab in my how, time. How much, how much is a bottle of Lucaside Sport? <laughs> yeah, he gets that stuff for free. <laughs> he gets it for free. Then what's yeah. going on? What's going on? Maybe he's, like, maybe he's graduated onto the lemon barley water like you, Frank. <laughs> oh, I reckon yes. that's what it is. I reckon he takes his own mixers in and he's just buying expensive spirits. They're like gin and tonic, sir. And he's like, no, no, no gin and um, Lucaside Sport for me. That's what I'm having. Yeah, I mean, so. he's having the got it in my jacket. He's yeah, having exactly. the Don Perignon. Obviously. Do you think? Obviously. Oh, Can you yeah. drink that if you're a professional athlete? He's having... He's passing the Corvoisier. <laughs> obviously. Reckon, I reckon he's handing it around to hangers on. I reckon he's getting the ten grand bill by going, yeah. who wants a drink, guys? No, no, apparently it was just a candle at dinner for two with Judy Finnegan. <laughs> 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 oh, my days. Oh, dear. <laughs> So, um, no, it's incredible. And the, the foss <laughs> in the story 
He'll be not running the, faster than him when he turns up. It's not that Golden he uh, ran up such a big bar bill, is it? It's that he uh, he did a runner, as the tabs would say, didn't he? he uh, well, they, I bet someone said he bolted. Come oh, yeah. on. Well, the fact that he did a runner is pretty good. Yeah. Isn't it? And he, uh, Was he bolting his drinks? He, he, he sprinted off or, yeah. Yes. He did, he left, and then the left next day paying. he came back to drama. Can you imagine working at drama? Hello, drama, can I help you? <laughs> Table for heard, two. I've never heard of her. Oh, no one has. It's, it's where a new club. That's what this whole story is about. I bet he was completely dressed from, uh, Jago of the, um... Child of the Jago. <laughs> Whatever it's called. <laughs> Child yeah, of I the Jago. I bet he was completely dressed there. Yeah, I bet yeah. he was. Exotic, yeah. exotic outfit. I bet he when he walked up... He would have had a hat as well. I reckon he was there in trainers and a full shell suit, and he walked up, and the bar staff, the da- the bouncers, had to go, "No train." Oh, actually, it's Usain Bolt. Yeah, you can come in. Trainers, trainers, and the shells. It was the Elton John tribute night. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he no, went back incredible. in fairness the next day to pay it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm, I don't think anyone said it'd be a, it'd be pointless, wouldn't it, doing a runner if you're as famous as him. Yeah. Because someone's going to... True. Can I ask true a enough. question? Does he... I, he's one of those <coughs> um, sporting celebrities that I can't imagine him in formal wear. I can't see him in a suit. I only see him in that little yellow top. The like vest. I imagine he wears yeah. a, a big baseball cap when he's out. Yeah. Yes, he's very With baseball With that New, New York Yankees logo. Mm-hmm. But in a colour you wouldn't expect. Oh, right. Like, they green and yellow, recognised. Something, something, yeah, strange. I don't but, believe this story. I'm going to say this. I, why not? Oh, you've gone too I, far. I think... Who opens a nightclub in Mayfair? Like, why would you have a new nightclub in Mayfair? I think they obviously know some PR people and they've said, oh, get Usain Bolt to come and then we'll pretend that he didn't pay his bill and that he came back the next day and then we'll get in all the papers and we'll really? talk about this nightclub. Oh, I mean, well, it sounds terrible, doesn't it? Cynical. It sounds like a terrible nightclub. Mayfair, if someone said, do you want to come to a nightclub in Mayfair? You'd say, no, that sounds awful. I wouldn't. I'd say, I'm 58. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds awful. <laughs> I'd probably say, who is this? <laughs> and hold the phone slightly away from my head and look at the receiver. I mean, good nightclubs are meant to be in, in sort of slightly rubbish places, aren't they? Like, well, the they're pretty young. I don't know why well, most clubs in the world is in nightclubs. Good nightclubs are supposed to be in the 1970s. <laughs> Do you know what? I never liked a nightclub. Even when I was really? meant to like it, I hated it. Mm. There you go. Well... I don't think we've got to the bottom of this story yet. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. The fashion people are arriving, Frank, outside. Yes, outside in Golden Square, we can see many sort of, lots of modelly type women mm-hmm. and um, men um, in shabby clothes with cameras. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's all happening. It's, yeah. um, as you say, your world, Em, is coming to our world. It's very weird. Welcome, we have much to teach you. Yes, it's a bit like, I suppose, this going on FM in the West Midlands. <laughs> yeah. It's the equivalent to that for me. That's yeah. exactly like London Fashion Week. Who's in Sweden? A friend of mine, because uh, when people think from the outside, they think the West Midlands, they think that it's all the same place, you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you're from the Birmingham, if you're from the Birmingham, if you're from Birmingham or you're from the black country, mm. it's quite culturally quite different places, even though they're very close. Is it? How cute. And uh, a friend of mine who was from Birmingham yeah. went, got a job in a factory in the black country and uh, he went and made the tea. First of all, he said, shall I go and make the tea? And this bloke said, uh, yeah, cool, now it takes tea, tea time. So Sega. once he'd, yes, exactly. Once he'd picked his way through that, uh, later he, it means you can't have any tea because it isn't tea time. Oh. So then the guy went off when it was tea time and he came with a tray and a guy caught and said, uh, 
Ugin's Weijin. Um, and Ugin's Weijin means whose one is which one. In other words, which one is... Oh. Anyway, I thought, I thought Ugin's Weijin was a bit like Child of the Jago. <laughs> yeah, it would be a good name for a shop, Ugin's Weijin. Yes. Which it turns out, yeah. 892 has uh, texted us to say it's Vivian Westwood's son's brand, which of course it is, Joe Corro. Is that right? Yeah, Malcolm McLaren and Vivian Westwood's son. There Do you, you know, go. Do uh, you know that thing we, we talked earlier about meeting celebrities and how you feel you can go over mm. and say hello? I saw Vivian Westwood at a bus stop um, <laughs> in, White, in Whitehall, sort yes. of between Whitehall and Trafalgar Square. And I wanted to go up to her and say, I think you are one of the great living British artists. I just haven't got the nerve to do it because I thought she might, I don't know. I expect she would have loved that. I, I, I thought she might have this idea, she might gob on me. I don't know where I got that from. Oh. But I, I know I think they're quite sort of feisty, the, the fashionistas at that level. So I didn't. Okay. But if she's listening. She won't be. She might be in Golden Square. For she all could her. be shout out the window. Yeah. So, um... Oh, yeah, the other... Can, can I establish... Now, this might be an age thing. I thought amateur... I, th- I thought athletics was still an amateur sport. Is that incorrect? Oh, well, you mean they don't get paid? Yes. Well, they just get... In, yeah. I think it quite they, a lot of money for wearing They just wearing get endorsements. And, and, yeah, yeah, they get that. But do they pay... If they run in a race, do they pay, get paid? I don't know, because if they do, then everybody's onto something, because she can do the 100 metres in nine seconds, apparently. Well, it yeah. might not be nine, but I could do it in, like, ten. <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to watch... Well, and that, to be fair, that's in heels. Yeah. I could... I I bet you I could do that in ten I seconds. I mean, once you're in flats... I think you could. I think anyone could... Any child your, Such is your confidence. You've completely swept me away with you. I honestly think you'd be very surprised. Um, I just sit there, they'd fire the pistol and you go, Oh, what's that? <laughs> and the two, like, the race would be over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but I, I used to go to a lot of athletics. Right. I used to, I used to watch athletics live. Mm. And it was all sort of... Um, Thermos flasks and cagoules, you know yeah. what I mean? Mums, yes. mums, yeah. enthusiastic mums with no makeup on. It's it the was... sort of parents who gave their kids ladybird books. I mean, that's a good thing. And the, and yeah. the, and the, the runners would come and sort of sit in the stand and talk to people. and, and so, You know what I mean? Yeah. It was very on, um, I mean, unprofessional in the best meaning of that. Right, yeah. mm. But I don't, so I, I was sort of surprised that he's got the sort of money that he can do a, a ten grand bar tab. Oh, well, darling, they get paid a lot through endorsements. These people are rich, beyond your wildest dreams. Anyway, do they get paid to... If anyone knows, would would he actually get paid to run? Um, That's a good question. Uh, To go with mm. the many good textings we've already had today, does Usain Bolt Bolt get get paid paid to to run? run. (laughs) Surely not in the Olympics they don't get paid. I think a better question question would be, would he have to pay the bar bill on this publicity stunt story? That's my theory. I'm going to go so far as to say 100. He doesn't get paid for the Olympics. Okay, and what about general, in his general running? World Championships. Um, I don't, uh, I will come back to you on that. What about chasing a bus? Does he get paid for that? <laughs> if he's missed no further questions at this time. <laughs> what about his head-to-head against Johnny Paper? I don't know all of it about athletics, only some <laughs> no, of it. No, that was Johnny Paper who was the friend of uh, Off the Magic Dragon. I know. I think you forgot for a second. I didn't! Oh, I will. I've got my race coming up in a minute. <laughs> okay, you should be warming up. <laughs> you haven't even got your headphones on. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. I wish you two would relax. 
I've never seen two people run over to a window with mm -hmm. greater speed. That's all I'm well, saying. Well, and it's, it's because of London Fashion Week. There's all sorts of, um, exotic people outside. As women, basically, no, wearing no, no, heels. Not just, not just. I mean, it's not, I can't see any models. They're just, you know, people, fashionistas. Oh, I'll pass on your review later to them. Who are endlessly <laughs> fascinating. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about when I did a, a runner, by the way? No. Have you done a runner? No. Oh, I've done loads of them. Have you? You don't strike me as a I, runner I don't type. remember any of their names. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I did <laughs> I was with, um, I was with my friend, um, Fares, who I was at school with, and, mm. uh, we were in Pizza Land. Right. Does that still exist, Pizza Land? No, Pizza but Land. I do remember Pizza it. Yes, Land, it had yeah. a green neon sign, Frank. It was. Didn't it? I think it might have been the first of the pizza chains. Hang on, can we stop the show just for a moment, Emily? Your collar's turned upwards, and it's really not looking right. And no! it's, I, I know that you'll be absolutely mortified. If I, I like let you it. Carry it's on a bit Elvis, nineteen fifty-six. Looks a bit more rugby okay. player at Twickenham to me, but oh, now you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> okay, as you were, Pizza yes. Land. Yeah. So. um we we had um, pizza and and then going out and pizza. I think pizzas were new to this country at the time. Oh right. yeah, they were very exotic. Yeah, and uh, so we ordered pizzas and it was all lovely. And he said, uh, "Let's do a runner." It was like oh. it was like four o'clock in the afternoon. Oh. We'd, we'd gone there straight from school. Yeah. And uh, we were right at the back. I said, why did you sit here if you wanted to do it? He said, no, we'll just walk out normally, really casually, and then absolutely yeah. bomb it. This was, on, it was New Street in Birmingham. So, um... Of course, it would have been before CCTV, wouldn't it? You could oh, God, yes. It. it was before TV. <laughs> it was before cars. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, 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 we got up. We finished our meal. My heart was thumping a bit. We got up. We got... To, and we absolutely bombed it down New Street. And, um... And then uh, we st pulled, went into like an alley thing, mm. and we were <sighs> and like having giggles. And then he said to me, oh, "Hold on, oh, no. I've forgot me satchel." No, oh, and he'd left his no. satchel in the shop with his name. Do you know <laughs> we what? We have to have our name and address in the front <laughs> panel. That's the thing that lets all great criminal masterminds down oh, for getting their satchel. I think, that, that, I think um, Ronnie Biggs diamond, forgot his satchel. Yep, the Diamond mm. High Skies. They left forgot their, the satchel. Um, they left their bus passes. Different story, but same. same Charles problem. Bronson forgot his satchel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's true. Oh, Frank! Um, but do you know why that surprises me? Because I, you, you don't strike me as a fleer. Well, it was, you Don't know... Don't strike it, me it as was... a massive criminal, to be honest. No, no. It wasn't. It, well, it, hold on, it was two pizzas in Pizza Land. <laughs> well... They were probably eight pence each. Back then. Anyway, we had to go back, um, cap in hand, as it was. Oh, and then this, yes. what got me is that one of the waiters came out and grabbed us, even though we were walking back, and he said, you're fast, but we're faster. And I said, well, to be fair... It's not, that's not true, is it? We're coming back. We're walking back. You haven't caught, you know, haven't run after No, but that's and... my catchphrase to Usain Bolt. And oh, yeah. yes. Well, I wouldn't have said that to him. I but, would. Um, yeah, so that was my last ever runner. If anyone's listening, can we say that Absolute Radio does not <laughs> condone um, crime? I love that you felt the need to point this <laughs> stuff <laughs> But the irony is I've been dining out on that anecdote ever since. Oh, yeah. Skinner. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Um, we've had a few texts in to uh, answer a few of the questions that we've got set up. Yeah. Um, 
Athletics is amateur in that athletes aren't paid by teams or paid to compete. There are, however, prizes at events for various achievements, i.e. getting through various rounds, breaking world records. On top of this, athletes receive money from endorsements and sponsorships. That's from 985. But you wouldn't get appearance money like, you know, no. like, the, like, cheek, Wimbledon. like the cheeky girls get. For no, not like the cheeky girls. Yeah. Usain Bolt is very different from the cheeky girls, I think. The, yes. That's safe to say. 901 has texted, World champs, gold equals £60,000, silver equals £40,000, oh. bronze equals £20,000 for all events. Oh. Which, I mean, if Usain Bolt wins gold in nine-something seconds... Yeah. 60 grand, I... That is, that is more than my... That's good for nine seconds. I mean, that's more than I get for this whole show. <laughs> and I'm is on it? here for three... Oh, oh. Leave, leave that with me. <laughs> yeah. Three hours. So, sorry to hear that, friend. <laughs> Are you guys on 60 plus? <laughs> that is unfair. That, I'd, so that's, that gives them a bit of incentive. Yeah, I'd run faster well, if bronze. it was 60 grand, in it? Bronze, 20. Then there's, the, then there's you're you're a tin bar off, aren't you? And then the medal, you know, a scrap... Has got to be worth. Oh, I do it to quid. wear the tracky top and stand on the podium. Nice bunch of flowers from an old lady. I love it. Do they still get the flowers? Yeah, they get the flowers. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that, that like my materials, nineteen eighties. They get the flowers. Thanks for clearing that up. I. Uh, Yes. M- Mucho appreciatum as the We've also time. had somebody text, 166 has texted, I would pay anything in caps to see Emily try to run the 100 metres in 10 seconds, four exclamation marks, 20 seconds maybe, they're saying. I reckon okay. 20 seconds. Maybe I'm, I'm going to do it next week. I think this should be staged. I will do it. it. It'd be really good VT, wouldn't it? I it think I will do it next week. For the social really? media. Yes. I will honestly do it. <laughs> <laughs> if we can gonna quote a great, I'm quote going a great to sporting figure. I would love to see. I'm not going to say I'm going to track that. ten seconds, but I think I should attempt the no. hundred meters. We'll do it in Golden Square. It was, I don't know if there is a hundred meters. It has to be straight. We want to give you a fair chance. Oh well, Daisy, can you sort out a road in London near here? That's I a, will do a hundred meters. I would love to. That'd be brilliant. It's definitely a hundred meters. Okay, here. we'll find it. Okay, well, yeah, great. What about if you fall over Ian Lavender on all fours? <laughs> <laughs> That's something to... Ha- we, know- we saw Ian Lavender on all fours yeah. in the street many years ago. And we've never, well, we should I'm- say he fell over. He wasn't, he wasn't just like a dog <laughs> We don't, know, we don't know that he fell over. He's on the leash of a guy he- dressed in leather. Like, yeah. All I remember is that John Le Mazurier was talking to a bloke and then he pushed him over and uh, Lavender was deliberately crouching behind like naughty schoolboys. <laughs> Absolute... Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Honestly. We've had a text in. uh, Frank, Alan and Emily, I work for Westminster Maintenance Contractor. We have the Strand underpass closed next Saturday for cleaning. It's definitely long enough for a 100-metre track, (gasps) let me know. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So you're going to do it underground? Yes. I'm this doing 100 metres in the Strand underpass. Imagine if this kickstarts a really... new underground athletics movement. Yeah, like you know, those like... people that you know those people that jump the city and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Or like Imagine Fight Club. It... Yeah, but I don't yeah. want any fans <laughs> coming to see me. Yeah, Ron. Well, they won't get down there if they're cleaning it. Oh. I mean, he'll, he'll have to check with his management. Probably. Yeah. If you we could check with it... the appropriate authorities. I don't you uh, inhaling too much... Um, You'll have to wear some grippy footwear in case the view's like a carcher. I'm going to get all the gear. I'm going to get the everything will be sportive, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all going to be fine. 
So Imagine if you and Alan turned fine. up. You're my only fans. Oh, that'd be awful. And Daisy. I will be your cheerleaders, don't worry. Mm. I'm, uh, yeah, are you going to run around with the flag up round your shoulders after? I'm a professional. Okay. Frank. Yeah, you can't be a professional. Can I just it's say something? Sport <laughs> if what? I text about that. Yeah. What if I was amazingly fast? I know, that would oh. be the best outcome, <laughs> I think. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be... I think I will be. <laughs> Honestly, I I've well. never felt sure of anything in my life. Well, that's fair enough. Okay. Uh, can we, before we, we go, mm -hmm. I'm not going immediately. Before you go. Before we yeah. go, are you familiar with the work of, uh, Paul Danan? Or as I call him, Paul oh, Danan. He's on the periphery of my, uh, knowledge of show business. Paul Danan is, uh, he's one, he's like a sort of reality person, isn't Well, he, he was in Hollyoaks originally. Okay. Which is I not reality, it's fiction. I know him for his performance in Celebrity Love Island. Oh, yes, I see. Um... He gets very emotional, Danan. Does he? Yes. Okay. But why I would like to talk about him today is that he, he loves Indian food. He loves Indian <laughs> food. That's why they call him that. Danan. Yeah. Danan. <laughs> Danan bread. Yeah. Well, he's okay. had a child. He's with child, Danan. Okay. And congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> he's listening. He called. His, I like the voice you did. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations. Congratulations. And he's called it De Niro. De Niro Danan. Wow. De Niro, De Niro. I mean, far bit for me to mock anyone's celebrity child name. Mm. Um, what I like about that, it fits perfectly, doesn't it, with um, status quo's whatever you want. De Niro, De Niro, He visits his nan. De Niro, De Near where Emily ran. It's going to give me a headache. Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were talking about De Niro Danan, yeah. the uh, new child. Da -da 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 -da. And, uh, I like the fact that he's gone surname, because I didn't do that when I had children. I went for the full... I named them after celebrities that Did have influenced you? me as well, yeah. So my oh. son, Michael Crawford Cochran. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah. And my daughter, Ruth Maddock Cochran. I, uh, <laughs> I never thought to just go f straight to surname, but I like what he's just done there. Just skip straight to surname. I can't think of the word De Niro, though, with that. Obviously, he was a great actor and all mm. that, and he's been lots of brilliant yeah. films. Um... I find him a bit over the top, but anyway. But, uh, do you? Mm. I think he's brilliant. But El Elton John told me... Mm. That, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, oh. um, he and David Furnish really got uh, Robert De Niro losing, really losing his temper and getting angry with them because they had this thing that they used to call all their friends like, like girls' versions of their names. So they used oh, to, yes. they oh. were calling him Roberta, and he just <gasps> didn't like you. Oh. <laughs> and so it was a bit of a scene. Oh dear. Well, you don't want to see him with Elton. What if the kid is like a little stroppy child and they're saying, De Niro, come here, and he turns around, are you talking to me? <laughs> yes. He might do. It's going to happen. I do as well. Oh. I'd have, if my surname was Danan, I'd have called him uh, Rio Fur. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's not, I could go for uh, Forrester, Philippa Forrester. Philippa Forrester Danan. Forrester Danine. Forrester Dean. Forrester oh. Dean. Uh -huh. What about Daniel? But then it gets shortened to Dan Danan. <laughs> yeah. Daniel. Dan Danan, like a slightly <laughs> thrilling yeah, Dan, thing. Dan, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be good. He's got the villain right, though. I think oh, he if, has. If there was a film that yeah. featured De Niro and Danan, I think De Niro would get top. Yeah. Video. But you know, that might not be true forever. No. Paul, if you're listening. 
Chin up. He's a lovely little actor. Anyway, um, I know what I'll be doing at 7.40 this evening. What? I should be watching uh, Doctor Who, which starts tonight. Oh, my, my Who alerts haven't shown up. Um, <laughs> and you know what? If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Thank you so much for listening. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.